sitting down with Estacado coach Joe Cluley, Wichita Falls High Week. Last year was a bigger deal. It was you playing against a team you knew very well. A little bit of that's worn off a little bit. But right. is there some kind of emotion, some stuff that tugs at the heartstrings for you and some of the coaches you still know on both sides? Yeah, definitely. You know, um, there's still a couple coaches there that uh, that were on staff when I was there and uh, some good guys. And uh, Coach Leakey, our secondary coach and special teams coordinator here, I brought him from Old High. And so uh, we both have some connections there. The the kids there were middle schoolers uh, um, that are now the juniors and seniors there. And so I don't know them quite as well. You know, we coached them in terms of we'd go down during the period and uh, but didn't know them like I did the seniors from last year. And so uh, there's some really good kids. Um, you know, uh, two of Old High's best players are uh, are kids that are two uh, two brothers, a junior and a senior, whose dad is a coach in the middle school um, and uh, is a, is a good friend. And so there's definitely still some ties there. Uh, obviously, having tons of family there, um, there's big ties in that that regard. But uh, uh, last year was 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 really fun going there because I had so many family members there. There were 60 or 70 family members and former players, and um, it was it was cool to see guys that had graduated from Old High wearing Estacado shirts that they had bought online um, to the game and, and supporting you. It just made you feel good. and um, So it, it's worn off a little bit, but it's always still fun to play the Coyotes, and I had a lot of great memories from there. And so uh, it, it, it got me here, and that's uh, that was the, the main goal. And so uh, I am uh, couldn't be happier than where I am right now. Well, you're going to have an awful lot of people in Estacado shirts Thursday night because you guys are – you've got a head of steam going – and I mentioned this in a story I wrote. You guys have made progress each week in different ways. You, you seem to like to spot the other team a touchdown and, and find a way to come back. What is it about this group that doesn't get down when you get down by a little bit? Yeah, you know, uh, we've gotten really good at that, and that's not, not something you necessarily want to be good at, but uh, we've gotten really good at at, uh, at coming back from either a deficit or bad things that have happened. Um, you know, our kids, when they, when they come to the sideline, there's never any – it's his fault or, or it's coach's fault or it's always coach what do we need to do to fix it and the good part about kind of what's been happening with in in terms of the the deficits is our kids have learned to really really trust our coaches and that if we make these corrections then this is what's going to happen and so uh it's uh it's more about the kids and the coaches and, and, and not as much about me because you know when the defense is over on the sideline and coach rob and those defensive coaches are over there coaching our kids up i'm with the offense i'm looking at the field you know and then vice versa when the defense is out on the field it's uh coach vince and then our, our coaches down there on the field talking to our offensive kids and, and keeping them built up and going and so um it always is is, is more than, than what it seems in terms of our, our coaching staff does a phenomenal job of building up our kids and, and letting them know these are the corrections we've got to make and let's make them. Then our kids do a fantastic job of making those corrections. And I think that's what has propelled us to be able to overcome some of these deficits. And, you know, you want to go through a game maybe where we could score like the first 21 points in a game and like just cruise. But uh, we play really good teams. You know, we don't have an easy schedule. And um, every team we play before district is uh, at least a division, if not a classification above us. And so, uh, you're playing a little bit shorthanded in a lot of these games where teams have a lot more players than you. But I think it's going to make us better in the long run. You mentioned defense a couple of times. That's where I wanted to go next. Your defense 
you have given up points early, but then it's like you turn off the spigot. They don't do much after that. What about this defense that's clicking? Well, well you know, it's uh, – I don't know what the – I wish I could figure out what the issue was in those first two or three drives uh, because after that we, we have played fantastic defense. And a big part of it is just the kids understand our, our, our scheme. They understand what we're trying to get out of it. They understand that Coach Rob and Coach Lickie and, and Coach Mosley and Coach Bernard and Coach Morales are going to put them in the best spots possible to be successful. And so, um, you know, last week we had – we had two defensive starters that didn't play a single snap, um, you know, because of some injury issues and, and some other stuff. And so uh, we were relying on kids that hadn't played very much at all and then one that had played zero defense all year that come over and played 50 or 60 snaps and, and played fantastic. But it, 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 to me, it's that culture that you build that, you know, we've been pretty good on defense around here, but our kids have, have very much bought into that we can stop people. And in today's day and age of, you know, running 80, 90 plays a game and, and scoring, and that's what everyone wants to do, our kids have bought into the fact that we're going to be able to stop that. And, you know, believing is 99% of the battle, and then them going out and executing it. And, and you know, our, our kids are really good players, but even more so than that, they've bought into the, the idea of, of when bad things happen, we stay together. And if we stay together, there's nobody that can beat us. And I feel like we're doing a great job with that right now. I'm guessing you don't mind if your defense is out there because you've got a home run hitter on offense, a couple of home run hitters. Yes. You guys' drives don't necessarily be long, need to be long if one of the Dobbins gets loose and now T.J. Steele yep. and some and, of those other guys. Well, absolutely. And then you add in, you know, uh, Isaiah Diaz, T.J. Steele, Kiki Murray, Jeremiah, Jalen. Uh, we definitely have kids that can that can go out and, and make plays and, and really even have more depth than that. We just haven't had to use it. And so um, we, uh, you know, I feel like against Hereford we came out and played it fantastic offensively in the first half and then kind of bogged down. And I, I kind of take the blame for that because, you know, it, it, I was doing the we need to run the ball or run the clock type deal. And I remember at one point Coach Vince like, Coach, can I throw the ball? And I'm like, no, run it. That's what we do. And it's like, Coach, it's third and 20. <laughs> okay, all right. But, like, it's things like that. I've got to loosen up a little bit with it and give our give – our, our, we have a great offense and, and give our coaches an opportunity to go out and make those plays and call the plays that are going to get our kids in a good position because we do have home run hitters. We have kids that can score from anywhere on the field. And uh, Herford did a really good job of stopping our run game, especially in the second half. And uh, uh, it, it's I got to get comfortable with the idea that you know what that means. You got to put the ball in the air, and you got you got to throw. You might have to throw it a bunch. We have the quarterback to do it. We got the receivers to do it, and it's just going to take the head coach to let go of some things. And uh, I'm still old school. Like I want to win games three to zero and stuff like that. That's that's as a defense of mine. That's where I go. Uh, but we got kids that can hit it. We got we got coaches that can coach it, and so uh, very excited about where we are offensively. What? jumps off the page about Wichita Falls this week. Yeah, you know, uh, a lot of people, when you talk about Wichita Falls and Coach Freeman's, you know, he was the OC at Brownwood, and they scored a lot of points, and he scored a lot of points since he's been there. So you hear a lot about their offense, and they've got some really explosive playmakers, especially at the receiver position. Um, they've got a really good quarterback who was their JV kid last year, and uh, and you knew he was going to be good. Uh, but their defense is, is much better than people give them credit for. And, um, you know, if you look at the scores, they've given up some points to some teams. Uh, but when you actually go and watch the film, uh, a lot of it is like simple things like a missed tackle. Like they're in the position to make the play, and then they didn't make it, you know. But um, it's not that they're, they're – they have a new defensive coordinator there, and uh, he has their scheme – 
It reminds me, honestly, a lot of our scheme in that they bring a lot of pressure. They blitz a ton from their linebacker position. Um, and they ask their kids to go play man-to-man free, and they do a pretty good job of it. And you take away a few missed tackles here and there, and, you know, they're probably giving up 14, 15 points a game. Um, you go watch them play Dumas, who is the number eight team in, in the state of Texas in 4A, and it's 7-0. You know, that's the final. And so their defense is playing at an elite level um, for a lot of the game, and we've got to be able to go and, and take advantage of that. It's going to wrap it up with Joe Cluley, the Matadors take on Wichita Falls High at 7 p.m. Thursday at Plains Capital Park.